Hello and welcome beautiful souls to my podcast Midlife a la Bahare, where we embrace the spirit of continuous rebirth and celebrate the wonders of midlife transformations one episode at a time. I am your curious host Bahare and I couldn't be more excited to embark on this journey of self-reflection, lifelong learning, healing, authenticity, and acting to continuously elevate our lives from ordinary to extraordinary with you all. If you're in your 40s, 50s, and beyond, or in the midst of a midlife adventure, or simply seeking inspiration from all walks of life to invigorate your soul, join me in this real-life podcast. Welcome to the episode that dives deep into the heart of midlife, a time when the pendulum of life swings with both nostalgia and anticipation, when we confront the whispers of our mortality, and when we embark on a journey of self-discovery, of resilience, and of reinvention like no other. Welcome to the world of midlife experience. In this chapter of our lives, We often find ourselves at the crossroads, questioning the path we've traveled and pondering the roads that lie ahead. It's an era that's often painted with the brush of a midlife crisis. But is it truly a crisis? Or could it be something more profound, a catalyst for rebirth and transformation? Join me as I explore my soul-steering experiences the unexpected revelations, and the extraordinary transformations that define my midlife experience. I hope, as part of this conversation, to steer your thoughts on how you plan to navigate the turbulent terrain and emerge not as victims of crisis, but as empowered architects of your own destiny. Prepare to be moved, inspired, and enlightened. This is a podcast episode that transcends cliches and delves into the heart and soul of midlife because in the midst of what some might call a crisis, we uncover the beauty of rebirth and the transformative power of embracing the midlife journey. As I hit the half century mark, I found myself standing at a pivotal crossroad once again. They call it midlife. And the realization struck me that I'd left more years behind than I could envision ahead. Those cliches about the infamous midlife crisis, they used to apply to others, older folks, not me. I mean, surely I couldn't be going through midlife crisis, right? After all, I'd been overcoming crisis for years. All my life has been almost crisis. Midlife was supposed to be a breeze, but it was only during my solo journey through Guatemala, Belize, and Mexico, a 50th birthday gift to myself, that I came face to face with the very cliches I brushed aside for years. Looking back, I realized that deep down in my 30s and 40s, I knew midlife would eventually catch up with me. I was just too busy proving myself to myself to my family, and to the world, making it difficult to break free from the cycle of survival. However, 
I do recall those moments of contemplation when I wondered how life could be if I lived it authentically, freely, and consciously. You might be wondering how did I arrive at this epiphany? Despite the accomplishments and successes that adorned my life, I felt lost, disconnected, bored, frustrated, and trapped. My existence seemed devoid of purpose. I was successful, but it didn't fill my heart. To put it simply, I was unhappy, feeling like an outsider, not belonging, not fitting, and nothing could fill the void within me. When I was younger, I was fixated on how people and circumstances made me feel, often attributing everything that felt wrong in my life to others and external situations. I believed something was wrong with them, and they were the cause of my predicaments, and I repeatedly questioned, why is this happening to me? I thought that if they changed, somehow I would feel better. I was brilliant at trying to change the world back then, but I wasn't wise enough to focus on changing myself. This is a quote by Rumi, the famous Persian poet that I live by every day. Yesterday, I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today, I am wise, so I'm changing myself. I missed countless opportunities by playing the victim mentality and rarely engaged in self-reflection. I was too preoccupied with doing never slowing down to just be. It didn't occur to me that things might appear perfect on the outside while I yearned to feel differently on the inside. To others, I was a role model. I was successful. Yet, I remained oblivious to how the fear of judgment, imperfection, weakness, and dependence held me captive. It is ironic, everyone I confided in about my podcast and my intention to share my life with the world hailed me as brave. I understand people's perspective. We all wrestle with a profound desire to embrace our authentic selves, to reveal our vulnerable sides to others so they can see our struggles. However, we are programmed to curate our lives, to showcase only the parts deemed suitable for public consumption. Look at social media. We all succumb to the process of cognitive dissonance, holding inconsistent thoughts, beliefs, attitudes, or behavior to alleviate conflict and discord. After all, it is easier to fit in than go against the flow. In our encounters with others, we often engage in surface-level conversations trading commonplace remarks and offering rehearsed responses. Think about all your water cooler conversations. Hey, how are you? How's your day? I'm great. How was your weekend? It was amazing. Even though we didn't do anything the whole weekend. How are you feeling today? I'm great. Even though we didn't get any sleep last night. We couldn't shut down our monkey mind. Yes. These responses hardly scratch the surfaces of our true lives. Why? Because we fear the prospect of unveiling our challenges and revealing our genuine emotions. We are haunted by the fear of embarrassment. That vulnerability might expose our inner turmoil. We convince ourselves that we don't know the audience well enough to share. 
that people don't need to bear the weight of our problems or that we simply prefer to keep our lives private. What we fail to grasp is that with every interaction where we hold back, we leave feeling isolated and diminished even more. We mistakenly assume that the person on the other side of the conversation has it all figured out. Imagine experiencing this emotional separation in every interaction. No wonder in this modern age, so many of us grapple with the feelings of loneliness, isolation, envy, and relentless competition. This separation from each other leads us to assume that others aren't sharing the same life experiences. We often believe that our quirks, setbacks, our desires set us apart, that we are special, making us feel uniquely different. As a result, we put on masks, trying to project an image of unwavering happiness and consistency, assuming that's what others expect to see. When we inevitably stumble and falter, shame washes us over like a heavy wave. When life's challenges loom, we hesitate to seek help and understanding because we fear that others won't grasp our struggles. They might be quick to judge. We may look weak or might exploit our vulnerabilities. And in our self-imposed isolation, we miss out on the empathy, support, and shared experiences that could bring us solace and connection. There is exception to everything, of course but I'm speaking generally. You see, my friends, we are blessed with a remarkable opportunity to embrace life wholeheartedly with boundless passion, with an open heart, profound meaning and immense satisfaction deep within all of us, shining brighter than any Hollywood star exists our very own star, the North Star of our soul. It is our birthright to unveil this soul, peeling away the layers of fear, shame, apathy, perfectionism, or cynicism that have hidden it from view. And I'm no exception. Elizabeth Lesser, in her book Broken Open, reminds us that a wonderful place to begin and a place we shall return to time and time again is what Rumi beautifully refers to as the open secret. Learn the alchemy true human begins to know. The moment you accept what troubles you've been given, the door will open. I believe that it's when we summon the courage to crack open our hearts, to reveal glimpses of our authentic selves, that we connect with the world on a deeper level, at our human level. When we embrace our human traits and consciously choose vulnerability, We extend an invitation to others who cross our path to do the same. And in that beautiful moment, the door swings open, ushering in genuine connection and understanding. I vividly recall the moment when I booked my 50th birthday trip last winter. I had a clear intention in mind to carve out precious quality alone time for a profound reevaluation of my life. I yearned to explore the depth of who I wanted to become and how I envisioned living the rest of my days. With all the sincerity in my heart, I reached out to the universe, requesting support 
in unveiling my soul's purpose during this journey. I sought guidance for a rebirth, a transformation, a chance to begin anew. I asked, and the universe answered. During my travel, I found myself in the company of fellow travelers who weren't exactly a delightful bunch. Yet, this unexpected twist provided me with the invaluable gift of solitude and self-reflection for two solid weeks. I spent countless hours delving inward, pondering the intricacies of my existence. Through this soul-searching journey, I emerged with a profound realization that there is nothing inher inherently wrong with my life. However, I yearned to experience it differently, to feel a new vibrancy coursing through my veins. And in this realization, I discovered the profound truth that there is no shame in desiring change once more. With newfound clarity about how I wanted to feel, I found the path to initiate the changes I longed for. By its very definition, a crisis is a period of intense difficulty, trouble, or danger. Yet, as I gazed at my own life, I realized it didn't quite fit into any of these descriptions. Suddenly, my midlife crisis took on a new name. It became my midlife reconstruction. Or, in the words of Brene Brown, it transformed into my midlife unraveling. It was as if the universe whispered in my ear, reminding me that life is far too short to settle for an existence devoid of fulfillment, to miss out on uncharted adventures, or to simply conform to the expectations of others. It was time to crack, crack open my heart, ignite the flames of my soul, and discover who would be there to fan those flames. No longer was I a mere cliché. I was empowered because I unearthed my true self, the authentic me, the me that is beautifully messy, wonderfully imperfect, both courageous and fearful, bursting with creativity yet analytic, overflowing with love and compassion, yet has boundaries, the me that is wholehearted and genuine. Maya Angelou's words resonated with profound truth. There is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you. There is no agony quite like the weight of an untold story imprisoned within the chambers of our heart. It is a pain that festers, a silent scream that echoes through the soul. This message reminds us of the extraordinary power of storytelling of sharing our innermost experiences, fears, and triumphs, and owning it. It is in the telling of our stories that we find liberation, healing, and the potential to connect with others on the profound journey of the human experience and midlife. Angelo's words implore us to break free from the shackles of silence to release our untold stories into the world, and in doing so, to find both catharsis and connection. Now, I'm not suggesting to go share it with everyone. What I'm suggesting is find someone that resonates and share. You'll be surprised at the results. With this newfound perspective, every challenge and struggle that had once weighed me down became an opportunity. I began to view the aspects of my life 
where discontent had taken root from a different angle. I realized that not everything was inherently bad. Some things simply no longer served me in the way they once did. This shift allowed me to pinpoint the emotions I truly desired to experience regarding myself, my age, my relationships, my life, my career, everything. I took steps to manifest those feelings and I continue to explore fresh ways of comprehending this transformative journey. These insights have reframed my thought patterns, ensuring that my midlife becomes a source of profound understanding rather than dread. They empower me to make the changes I yearn for. My friends, my question to you is this, how do you want to feel differently? What changes can you initiate within yourself to propel you in that desired direction? It is your journey, your transformation, and your chance to rewrite the script of your midlife. Awaken and embrace the power within you. Until we connect again, peace out. Now let's get the legal stuff out of the way. Midlife Alabahare is a personal podcast. All content is provided strictly for general information, education, and entertainment purposes. Any views or opinions represented in this podcast are personal and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the owner may or may not be associated with professionally or personally, unless explicitly stated. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual. Any use of the information from this podcast or material linked to it, whether to the podcast or website, is undertaken at the user's own discretion and risk. It is not intended to serve as a replacement for guidance from a qualified expert, nor is it meant for diagnosis or treatment. Thank you for supporting my podcast.